0: everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring lovely Sharon. I am Joel Mahalik, and across the booth from me...
1: I am the lovely Sharon. The
0: lovely... Did I say the lovely Sharon?
1: Yes, you did. Okay, and then... Better.
0: Well, because I was wondering, but I guess it just flows right out, because when you said that, I was like, oh my God, did I say that?
1: Uh, yes. Yes, you said
0: it. But anyway, welcome to the podcast show number 157. If you're keeping track in your Joel Mahalik show featuring always Sharon, Steno book.
1: Wow, we should put one of them out. (laughs) We are, yeah, a Steno book. St- For all our fans. A
0: steno book. We're good. We only need like two or three steno books. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, welcome to the program. Uh, it's good to be back. We had a take last week off due to COVID hidden. No, we didn't. We didn't take last week off? No. Where was I at then?
1: Uh, Wait. We took... Last, seriously, we, we took last
0: week. We off? We took last week off. There was uh, the networks carried a uh, uh, a different program
1: oh my. on our
0: behalf. Wow. Lordy, lordy. So anyway, it's good to be back in the saddle in the seat. Um, uh, uh, to get if you want to listen to the show, if you want to listen to the program, uh, what you're doing right now. I'm all tongue-tied. Let, I'm trying to get the business of the show out of the way.
1: <laughs> I see You can this. find
0: <laughs> us online at www.jmtalk.net. I know two weeks ago we told you don't use that link, but you can use that link. Again. Again. Uh, also, f- find us out there on social media, uh, TikTok and Facebook at jmtalk, Instagram and Twitter, JM Talk Radio, and uh, also send us an email if you'd like at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. So there is the official business of the program. There it is. Thanks for joining us. Uh this week we have to talk about um uh,
1: a couple things actually, right?
0: Well, I wanted I want to talk about the Gabby Petito thing. Okay. I know okay. I know that just lights yeah. you up like a candle, doesn't it?
1: Right, but <laughs> There's a reason we want to talk about it
0: today. So we recently watched the Peacock original documentary about the Gabby Petito right. debacle. Yes, and uh, obviously, of course, you know, uh, as far as I knew
1: as, everything in the <laughs> in the docu
0: series. And for me, like, I really never like I knew that it was this uh, this all the rage on the internet. Yeah. I knew it was all the rage to you. Of course, you're yes. always into that kind of stuff, right? but i really didn't know a lot of information about i knew very little about the case itself so exactly. watching the documentary um i have one real big problem with this and in fact like you know it's like really calm down some like you don't really oh, hear yeah, much you, about it right, exactly and the one thing that really continues to bother me after yes. watching that yes is so uh, Brian Laundry shows up without Gabby, exactly right. Yep, um, and uh,
1: the parents don't say
0: nobody mm-hmm. says nothing.
1: Yeah,
0: and now Brian Laundry presumed to have committed suicide. Yes, and his dad presumed. We'll say presumed, presumed. because but even there's now a
1: lot of us out there that don't believe he's dead.
0: So whether he is or he isn't, Right. Let, he, so even if he is, let's say
1: if he is, he's he, a
0: coward. He came home. Without his fiance. Right. right. And nobody, him or his parents, will talk to anybody. Well... I, as a parent, and Gabby had two sets of loving parents because she, uh, her parents just split up and they were both yeah, remarried, so right. she had two wonderful sets of parents. Yes, yes. And I don't know how the fathers, as a father myself, I don't know how the fathers are containing themselves...
1: Exactly. Because
0: to this day, somebody in that household knows something and no one's talking to no one.
1: In the laundry house.
0: In the laundry house. Yes. And I find that scurrilous at best.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's why the world was enraged. Yeah. Because the laundries would not talk supposedly upon the advice of their lawyer.
0: Well even like but come on now. During the press conference when the when the uh the chief of police for the town where yeah. the laundries live and Gabby's father is at this press conference. Right. But the chief of police is like you know they're asking questions about have they talked to the lawyer? We're not right. worried about that right now. My focus is to find Gabby. Well, I think if you force someone in that household to talk, exactly. and this is where Brian was still presumed alive and hide right. yeah. him, right, it, you would. That's how you know find out where she's at. Where
1: she's exactly. At. Exactly.
0: I mean, I just cool, feel like man. police work in that case failed. the Moab
1: police failed astronomically.
0: A blind, deaf, and dumb man right. would have a problem with the fact that he just comes home without her and, well, you and know, no there's one says theories anything. Yeah,
1: but there's theories out there. His parents knew he was coming home before he arrived.
0: Right, I know there were some theories about that because of the camping reservations that they well, had. and
1: Well, no, not only that, they supposedly had these reservations long before this however okay let me tell you he called them either exactly right after it happened what do i do oh my god i can't believe i did this and come on mommy and daddy tell me what to do and they more than likely said oh son really oh man and do you have money to get home? Well, I have Gabby's card. Well, use
0: it. Yeah, because that was use used it posthumously. Yeah. to get home, which is a federal crime. Yes. So, I mean, the federal government by issuing a warrant for his exactly. arrest for that for the crime of using someone else's credit card exactly. was was more law enforcement work put forth than the Moab Police Department, who should have been. And they were in that house. How do you? How do your officers come out of that house and not have any information exactly. or? Exactly.
1: I'm exactly.
0: I'm sorry, as a father, I, it, I would have kicked that door down
1: you know, in the middle
0: of the night, and I would have beaten it out of somebody. You know what's funny? And I'm not promoting violence.
1: You know what's funny, and uh, not not a ha ha funny, but it's funny to me that just now after seeing that you're getting pissed off.
0: I'm enraged for the and fathers, you, for the parents no, 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 in general. But how did, not one, well, but how did two fathers keep themselves calm? Exactly. So, But what I'm saying when is... When those parents know something.
1: What I'm saying is, um, I'm quite certain there's more people out there than just you that didn't really pay attention to the case until they saw that. On Peacock, okay? I guarantee you now. Ethically, let's talk ethically about the laundries. They are deplorable, mm-hmm. unethical, mm-hmm. ignorant. Oh my god, I was just gonna curse.
0: <laughs> I am so thank you for not <laughs> angry.
1: Right. We, I m- we
0: might be able to get away without an E on this show. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: But no, um, the the parents, the laundry parents, need to be held accountable.
0: Oh, you, you're right. And they
1: won't be. You I, know why? I don't see how because they don't. Both partners, both people in this case are gone. No more. There is no more investigating. There is no more. Oh, who done it? What's going on? Oh, this is such a tragedy. Which God knows it's a tragedy. Okay. But nothing will happen to the parents because the police don't care enough to find out what they knew.
0: Yeah, I you know, I'm I'm of 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 everything about this story. Yeah. From A to Z. Yep. I am severely hung up on the laundry parents. Yeah not saying anything i am i'm really hung up on that and i don't know why
1: yeah because
0: i'm really hung up on it. the world
1: was hung up on that well that's why people protested outside the laundry house during the whole investigation oh i know i know so yeah that's why everybody was just like you know hey you're you're stupid you know and how could you be even considered parents?
0: And how do, and how does Gabby's parents and step parents even get closure?
1: They yeah they don't. There's, they don't. And okay, what look, if what it, if the but, tables were reversed? God forbid, and something happened to Brian first.
0: Right, right, and Gabby showed up.
1: And Gabby showed up in her van without him. Oh my God, where's my son? I don't know. I ain't talking to you. Right. I ain't talking to you. Well who the hell are you?
0: All I'm saying. You to you. All I'm saying is I think we can all I, I think we can all say, we can all comfortably say that the that Brian's parents know what happened or know oh, something, they right? Do. Come okay. On. All right, so we agree on that. Yes. Okay. Then can we also agree that, you know, there's a great police trick called the rubber hose. mm <laughs> You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, like... But their
1: attorney will not... See, their attorney has been given more power than an attorney deserves in this case.
0: Well, they're the kind of attorneys that I think we all know how I feel about attorneys that, that defend the guilty.
1: Well, no, no, I only, mean, I understand no, you have to mm-mm. defend
0: people, but... No,
1: not it's not defending, okay, the guilty that I have the issue with. The issue I have with the attorney is he's the one, apparently, that told the parents, don't say a word. You don't have to. What kind of deplorable Uh, person are you? You're the one that gives attorneys bad names and bad reputations, come on people like
0: you i have to believe that there's investigative tactics so that could have been used to get around that yeah no Yeah, you, know, you go to a judge and say well you know he shows up at home nobody's talking so that's weird that that's just that is the weirdest of the weird he right. shows up alone and says and, re- and, and says please so are we supposed fix- to believe he doesn't know what happened so they don't know what happened but nobody's talking at all right come exactly. on you go to a judge with that and they'll be like yeah i'll give okay. you a, i'll give you a warrant for whatever you want
1: yeah, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't give a warrant. Something's as so a person, wrong with that. As a person of interest, all they said was he was a person of interest in the murder of Gabby Petito. Person of interest. That's it. Now, it was also rumored at the time, before Brian was found, it was also rumored that they were only saying that he was a person of interest so he would turn himself in. And that's a tactic, a well-known tactic that police will use. Look, we're not... We just want to talk to you.
0: Yeah, I just don't think they went out of their way enough to... Oh,
1: no. No, but my point is... To give everything
0: to this investigation.
1: But my point is, the police have done this on more than one occasion. Say, listen, you know, we're not really... We don't think you did it, you know, because we just want to find out what you know... About the person who did
0: do it. Yeah, well, come on. I, I mean, I hope to see more in in, in the way of justice. somehow that, yeah, justice, justice for Gabby, really, because at yeah. this point, I really don't give a holy hell about the Brian parents. Laundry or the parents. No. No. You know, you don't show up without your fiance.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, and say nothing to nobody. You know, it's just yep. it's, it's wrong. And I know, it I and I know, I seem enraged, but folks, please keep in mind. We watch this kind of stuff to calm down,
1: <laughs> oh my God, it's so true right because, That is very true. because what <laughs>
0: we it was, do. right after that, we turned on a six parts uh, documentary about, about John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> and we're, we're we're so at peace watching this stuff.
1: I know it's relaxing. Mm. it really is. It's like, oh my God, but I'm not <laughs> <you> gonna do that
0: <laughs> but I, I i'll tell you, I'll tell everybody something that actually, I think deep down probably bothers the lovely Sharon. But she knows I'm fascinated with serial killers yeah like there you remember there was a time I it was doesn't bother me, I was reading all online. those books about serial killers especially the Iceman but then I turned uh, you on to the Iceman Richard uh, Kuklinski yeah but I was reading all these books like from the library taking them out like three four five at a time about serial killers and she's like should I be worried about anything I know right <laughs> they just um, fascinate me
1: are you getting <laughs> a, you know advice tips no they just on what they, to do
0: they just fascinate me especially their methods of evasion like oh. Richard Kuklinski getting away with it for 20 some years oh sure you know John Wayne Gacy getting away with it for all those years yep. and probably more. Ted
1: Bundy, even a yeah. bigger case where he got away with it a whole lot longer.
0: Yeah, and they think that Gacy had more issues because, like they said in the documentary, nobody goes to all these different states on business trips and whatnot right. and doesn't do what he's doing here when he's there. Oh, There's I know. There's absolutely yeah, no, no way.
1: Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed.
0: And then I was getting upset at the end of that because that because that <laughs> retired know. Chicago detective who believes that there's more Gacy victims in that yard.
1: Yeah. At and Elston then, and, and right. at, in Miami, and, and I'm like, somebody. Will do anything about it?
0: I was like, get on the phone to Katie. Let's get people over there with shovels and <laughs> right. dig that property up. Because our right. daughter lives in Chicago, and yes. I want and I, I was going to call her up and say, get over there, get some of your friends together, and start digging. Right. <laughs> I just, I, you know, so yes. So what
1: we need to do is buy that property. That's what we need. Oh, to do.
0: really? Is that
1: we need to buy that property <sighs> so that we can do all the digging we want.
0: So you, when you mentioned the the uh, downfalls the of the police department in Moab, yes, in the, in the potato case. So well, you
1: know what I'm referring to, correct?
0: Yeah, I watched the documentary. I know, but but what I was I was drawing, I was going to draw a comparison to okay. the apparent downfalls in Chicago because between the Cook County Sheriff's Office and the Chicago Police, oh, yeah. one of the main reasons they don't want to really dig up that entire property is they sort of they don't they wanted this to, this to, to just to end. Yeah, they they they, they don't want wanted, that case yeah. opening up because he's exactly. been put to death for those crimes. Yeah, but, and they what don't
1: about the victims I know. and their families? I feel the
0: same way. I'm just oh, saying. No, I'm drawing no. a comparison. I mean, no, it it, I is, it is a I, failure by the Sheriff's yes, Department and yes, the Chicago Police Department yes. to not want to yep. further that to bring closure again exactly. to parents who are suffering.
1: Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Very much Agreed at this point.
0: But yeah, so that's what we do for FOMI. That's how we calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we release stress.
1: If <laughs> you people out there think that we don't sit while we're watching these and have this exact conversation. Oh, yeah. We've had this conversation so many times it's almost scripted.
0: <laughs> and I knew, I knew it was going to be a great segment for the show. Oh yeah. To get, because I I'm, I'm so enraged
1: Sure. About those
0: parents, as a parent.
1: I know. know. Yeah, it's ridiculous what they've gotten away with. Yeah. What their, their attorney should be arrested.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. As part of... I mean, there's... I would just like to see some sweeping justice on that whole thing, and sure. I think that involves more than just the parents.
1: Absolutely.
0: I I, I think that would in, uh, include anyone, including if anyone at the police department is helping them cover something up. Oh. All of them. Most. You them. know, because yeah. uh, I, I'm tired of the when, of the when thought process that saying
1: was brought back, they thought it was Brian. Yeah. Clearly, clearly, it couldn't have been Brian.
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is, there's a potential that you have such an inept. Inept police force. Yes, doesn't look good on you, Chief. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they had cameras all over their yard and you know, all over their backyard. I, I don't know if you saw that part, but they did. They had cameras everywhere in the backyard. The police did. Oh, doing a surveillance on their property. Mother. They had they had cameras in their neighbors' yards, right. looking in to make sure he didn't roll out one day.
0: Mm yeah so anyway that be that uh when yeah. we come back, we have a very um, we have a one by the week this week okay that's could be sweet, but it's really not a very sweet story anyway that and more uh, plus <laughs> later on in the program I'll talk to you about a Microsoft purchase that will go through probably in April another Microsoft monopolizing, that has to do with the gaming community. So my gamers out there, listen up, that's coming up later on in the broadcast. We're coming back right after this. Don't go anywhere. It's the Joel Mahallock show featuring the lovely Sharon. This is
2: New York Super Oldie Station, 920 W O N, The Apple. Brooklyn, New York.
0: So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer
2: problems?
0: Welcome back! Welcome back! It's the Joel Mahalo Show featuring the lovely Sharon, and we're back. If you're keeping and we're back, if you're keeping track, show number one fifty-seven, and a couple things to go over in this segment. Um, great stuff we got to talk about. Oh yeah! I have to turn my mic this way for a minute, though. I gotta let me tell you about this first thing.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say first what?
0: So a body positivity website called. Morelove.org Okay. Has created free Don't Weigh Me cards for you to use when you go to the doctors. Really? Absolutely.
1: We always have that right to not get weighed. You know that.
0: I didn't. It's a, this doesn't bother me like some people. You know, okay, I'm I, just saying again, you, know, you always know, have the right when they... This is one of those things that always comes up. In fact, this whole segment might be Really, society. This is what we're doing. Oh, okay, you know what all I mean. Right. I got gotcha. you. It doesn't bother me if they want to. First of all, I'm diabetic. You know what I mean. And yeah. I'm and I'm always fat. And I think it's every doctor's job to tell anybody whether they weigh ten pounds or a thousand pounds that they're grossly overweight. I well, I firmly believe though, like, like that absolutely. is something they're taught yes. in medical school. Yes. Anyway. Because patients find stepping on a scale to be very, very stressful when they go to the doctor's office.
1: For us women, it is. Okay.
0: All right. If that's the way you want it.
1: No, it's the way it is. Society has put so much pressure on women to look stick thin and modelish and all that, that it's traumatizing to get on the scale. It really is.
0: Hmm. And
1: don't downplay it just because you don't feel the same way
0: i'm not downplaying it at all why would i downplay such a thing
1: oh come on okay what what
0: kind of gain would i be downplaying such a thing
1: okay well (laughs) because men don't understand
0: I, i i guess um so anyway so for just the cost of postage as an individual, you can get these cards. Uh, and businesses can get them for 100 cards for $35 to be able to give it out to their employees. Wow, an employee benefit. Here you go. Wow. Gee, so what else did your company give you besides a raise this year? A don't-weigh-me card and emotional damage. <laughs> anyway, the cards read on the front, please don't weigh me unless it's really medically necessary. If you really need my weight, please tell me why so that I can give you my informed consent that's right you like that yeah okay well
1: I do you didn't expect that kind of answer from me did?
0: I you? didn't the back of the card says <laughs> why because most health conditions can be addressed without knowing my weight when you focus on my weight I get stressed and that's not healthy doc that's not healthy doctor Oh, oh my god
1: <laughs> okay so
0: let me calm down okay
1: Can I interject for a second?
0: Please do.
1: Okay, so uh, the reason doctors want to weigh you is not to tell you you're a fat ass. Okay. It's because when they prescribe medication, they have to prescribe it for a certain weight category. For
0: a lot of different things, yeah, and that is one of them. You're right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that is the reason why doctors need to know your weight. Not because they just want to sit in the other room and laugh at you.
0: Right. Some I see, and may that's be what I'm ignorant
1: saying. enough to do that. And so, yes, but-
0: I, sound, I sound like I'm, I'm, I'm making light of it and obviously using it for the comedic value of the show. I understand that. But I also understand what you're saying, and that is correct. And that's what I think. This is just another one of those things where I think people aren't thinking things through. Let's cha- let's change this. Let's let's give the doctor reasons he shouldn't weigh me. When in fact he probably knows what he's doing, he or well, she is doing.
1: Uh, yeah. And
0: like you said, that's an important thing. Listen, this is the big pharma world, right? Society is. is attached to big pharma. It big is. pharma is making a fortune off of us.
1: Right. And so. so- <laughs> but to elaborate a little bit about the the weight and the medication issue, you don't want to give someone medication enough medication to choke a horse to a ninety pound person right when it's in fact needed for someone three hundred pounds
0: a simple analogy simple analogy okay. when my doctor says when my dentist says when I told him that i don't i don't want you to give me the pain medicine i'm just taking a you know uh, I, over-the-counter uh, ibuprofen. Right. How much do you take? Well, I take about you know eight hundred milligrams. With your weight, you should be taking a thousand. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah. In other words. That's not going to do anything so for you. So, a
1: lot of medication is weight-based.
0: Even OTC. Yes. It's important to know for yes. OTC. Yes. It uh, goes on to say on the back, weighing me every time I come in for an appointment and talking about my weight like it's a problem perpetuates weight stigma, a known and serious health risk. It is. And finally, I pursue healthy behaviors regardless of my weight status. See, health at every size. I got news for you. If I, if I gave this card to my doctor, that last point on the back is a bold-faced lie. Because I, that's that's part of my problem, right? That's part of my problem is, I mean, I'm eating better, but I don't eat perfectly. Well, nobody and, and, does. And who does? Doctors don't. Who Come does? On. And who should? Because if you ate perfectly right 24-7, you would be miserable. But that's a bold-faced lie. I could not give someone a card that has that statement on there.
1: According to you, that's a bold-faced lie. Yes. If you were to hand that out. But if I were to hand that out, uh, you know, I don't think it's a lie. Do I? Am I a perfect eater? Hell no. Not by any stretch of the means. Right. But, you know.
0: So, according to their website... Their website says, because we live in a fat phobic society, I didn't even know that was a word, being weighed and talking about weight causes feelings of stress and shame. Many people feel anxiety about seeing the doctor and will avoid going to the doctor in order to avoid the scale. That's true. I mean, I obviously, I guess, because this just shows that there is some... Uh, percentage of the population that feel that way. Me, I embrace the scale one, at least once a week to see how I'm doing. You know? Right. But uh, so. You're. A uh, but I'm a man. Hey, hey no, stop. I'm a man.
1: I don't stop. No. Mm-mm. Stop it. I already told you why it is different for a woman. Men don't care about their week,
0: but this doesn't Men say only, only women shit. get these cards. Now we have just got a knee on the show. Oh Thanks. well,
1: I'm about to curse. Come on, <laughs> you you're just making did. me mad.
0: You're not about to. You just did.
1: Oh, I said what? The yes word? Oh, uh, so they say worse than that on so live I, TV.
0: So I guess this is directed towards women because it doesn't say it that, is. and maybe some non binaries, possibly
1: maybe. whatever. Whatever floats your boat, but that is not directed towards men. Definitely not directed towards men.
0: I guess because I mean I'm not fatphobic. You want me to do a
1: study on this? Oh, I will.
0: (laughs) Do you have have time? I do. Because you haven't finished trimming out your X's and O's.
1: Um. Yeah, I have, and all I gotta do is the center. Not, look, now you got me like, all right, now I got to poke
0: through. So, uh, anyway, yeah, so you can get these cards, and so you can, I guess, politely, does this, I mean, does this, I guess this makes the doc. do you think this makes doctors feel better?
1: Uh, I'm quite certain doctors will give you a reason why you have to get weight.
0: Oh, I'm um, sure.
1: Because, yeah, no, it won't hold any weight. I don't think it'll hold any weight with doctors. With most doctors these days. However, however, um, it also empowers the women that are carrying it. Because it gives them the option, even though when you go to the doctors, you always have the option to not get weighed. You can say to a doctor, I'm sorry, I don't want to get weighed, and he can't force you. Hmm. so I'm just saying for anybody I've I actually never then, knew
0: that not that yeah, it matters I, to me well, but I never knew that
1: I used to work in the hospital in the hospital that's different you have to get weighed
0: why what if I shell out a card and because you not to weigh me
1: they can always they can have a, a get your weight on the bed there's a scale on each bed so they can get your weight down. sounds
0: like hour. a missed opportunity at the local doctor's office and they don't get one because everyone everyone's told to sit up on that on that exam bench
1: yes yes right okay
0: they can get your weight off of that if Uh, they
1: well yeah but most doctors a family doctor is not going to be able to afford that because all his money's going to his lamborghini
0: okay anyway so (laughs) um there you have it
1: there you have it
0: if you're interested morelove.org uh, anyway, let's just talk about the Wombat of the Week before I get in any more trouble today, uh, right. on my show. Um, <laughs> oh, you, it's my show too. If you want to get involved in the Wombat of the Week, simply <laughs> send us an email, <laughs> uh, with a link to a verifiable news story of stupid people doing stupid things and send it to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also send it as a DM to Facebook at JM Talk. Stop looking at me like that. Um, like what? Like that. Anyway, so uh, this week's wombat is Mars candy.
1: Ah, that's why you said.
0: That. Let's talk about Mars candy. As long as it doesn't it was offend coming, you, no. it's not going to offend you or change the way you eat M and M's, right?
1: <laughs> what? This is me not laughing, <laughs> people.
0: <laughs> okay, so M M&M and M characters are getting a new look to be inclusive. Okay, so let me let me say that again. Uh, M&M's The characters That mean nothing They just Sell the product on TV Are getting a new look So you can So they're more inclusive So they can feel better About themselves And we can feel better About them When we're watching them Or deciding to buy that product Mm. Um, So uh, The brand just announced It's multi-pronged approach To creating a world Where everyone feels They belong And society is inclusive and it apparently starts with makeovers for each of the colorful M M&M and M characters that star in the brand's popular commercials. The candy company decided to give each of the six characters a fresh, modern take on their traditional look and a more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and power of the community through storytelling. Mm.
1: <laughs> these oh are candies.
0: God. You understand? Everybody, these
1: are not real. <clears throat>
0: They're candies. They
1: are not real people. Uh,
0: so, blink or you're going to miss the design changes. They're so subtle.
1: I know. I don't see any changes.
0: Yeah. Well, they well you can see the picture and they say it's more like a can you spot the difference kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but so the biggest, perhaps most controversial. Is that the green Eminem, who typically sports her signature white go-go boots, has stepped into a pair of cool, laid-back sneakers to reflect her effortless confidence. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that this green piece of candy I know. had that problem, but anyway.
1: Apparently, she does.
0: <laughs> uh, Brown, the other female character, has also slipped into something a little more comfy, block heels instead of her signature stilettos. She and the green m M&M and will also have a more friendly relationship than they've previously had together, throwing shine and not shade. Wow. <laughs> Excuse my cough. Hurts. I, I cannot people. even help it.
1: Come on, people. At Mars. <laughs> wow.
0: So, uh, people have taken to Twitter with um, some comedic and sarcastic comments about this move. Um One person on TikTok says, Today on Fresh Air, the green Eminem, newly liberated from her white boots, lets loose. She talks social reproduction theory, how patriarchy and capitalism violently reinforce each other, and what a sexy lady Eminem says about gender as a construct. Stay with us for more. Wow. (laughs) Come
1: on. This is ridiculous.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, Also of note, the orange M M&M and M has officially acknowledged his anxiety and learned to embrace his true self, worries, and all. Wow! I didn't. Wow! I didn't know the orange was having problem. Maybe the I orange M M's. You know, maybe I mean, does that should I avoid the orange M and M's now when I'm clearing through a pack?
1: Because they may cause <laughs> you to have anxiety.
0: I'm having anxiety just thinking of this. Right. And okay. My favorite tweet, though. Is uh, from a a Twitter user um, Who said In an effort to make them more relatable and inclusive The Mars Candy Corporation has confirmed That M&M's crunchy shell is their skin And that when you bite into them They feel immense pain Oh
1: my god
0: That's that's a sarcastic tweet Oh my
1: god (laughs)
0: Oh I have Since this story came out I have looked high and low For anybody who is speaking positively about this. And I found nobody. Everything is sarcasm and. I know, right? Because
1: it's ridiculous. That's it is. what it is. They are cartoon characters. They're not real.
0: Right. Right. Wow. But, you know, this is.
1: That's like saying the State Puffs, no, the Marshmallow Man is real.
0: He's not? No,
1: he's not. <laughs> wow. I, this, oh, my God. This week is enraging me.
0: <laughs> this. So this is just another action in a long line lately of foods having to be changed because, you know, people... Because or, or,
1: of the cancel culture. And, and,
0: of course, you know, with the cancellation of Uncle Ben on the rice and Aunt Jemima on the syrup, I've still yet to find somebody that thought they were good ideas. So... I have to wonder how small the percentage of people are who actually think that this is important.
1: Exactly. But anyway. (sighs) So
0: Mars Candies, yes, is the Wombat of the Week this week because this makes no sense to me at all.
1: None. (laughs) I'm all for being inclusive. Don't get me wrong, okay? Right. It is, hey, I personally believe Whatever you think you are, that's what you are. But, you know, and, but to, but to have a major company like Mars um, force it upon the entire population, and I'm talking because they're global, I'm talking the entire population.
0: I don't that's, know. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't that's know. Crazy I don't know crazy. what the end game is, but I can guarantee you this:
1: what?
0: I'm not going to feel any differently when I'm scarfing down M Ms. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be thinking of anything because <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's, this is terrible. I have this cough. They, they said it's going to last forever. Um, I didn't think of any of this stuff before when I ate M Ms, and so I'm not going to think of any of this stuff when I'm eating M Ms in the future. So and I you're don't understand. you are
1: not going to hear ow.
0: Ow! Yeah, yeah, and when I'm eating the green ones, I'm I'm sure I'm not going to hear. What do you think of my new shoes? You know, I, it's true, just, true. It means nothing to me. Great move, morons. Anyway, that's your one of the week, oh. and that brings us to the point of the show. Where, and I'm sure you're happy about this. And uh, the way this
1: show's going,
0: time and time for you to say goodbye, Sharon.
1: Goodbye, Sharon. Get
0: out, Sharon. Get out, Sharon. <laughs> Get out, Sharon. <laughs> anyway, uh, coming up. I got to talk Microsoft, mergers, and gaming, and that's coming up after this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this briefness.
1: Hi, this is Tara. You're listening to my puppy. So don't go anywhere. You'll be way back.
0: I want to get back to kissing the cheeks
1: of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and
2: lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines and they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show?
1: I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a
0: little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it, knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at joelmaholic.com. to the show, folks. This is the Joel Mihalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, uh, part three of the podcast this week. And I wanted to uh, move the focus a little bit to my gaming fans out there, and you all know who you are. If you haven't heard this week, and I'm sure you have because this is really interesting news in the gaming community, is that Microsoft uh, has agreed to buy Activision Blizzard, For just under $70 million. I'm sorry, $70 billion. $70 billion. And um, this is a big thing, which I want to get into a little bit. First of all, Activision Blizzard, who obviously, you know, makes Call of Duty as well as Candy Crush. um, And Microsoft is buying them because it's trying to get an edge in the competitive business of mobile gaming and virtual technology. Like, for some reason, Microsoft thinks that this is going to put them in some uh, uh, better position for competing against uh, Meta, formerly Facebook, with virtual gaming. Uh, And as a gamer, virtual gaming is something that I haven't got into. Uh, I watch videos of people playing virtual games, and it's uh, funny and, and sad all at the same time because... People get hurt playing virtual games. Um, so anyway, but here's the thing: Microsoft owns Xbox, and so this is where this is where it can it can get tricky, right? So people have to wonder what does this mean for PlayStation for people who play Call of Duty on PlayStation. Because right now, you'll be fine, and first of all, this, this has to be approved. It has to go through all the f- final stages of approval before it actually becomes a deal. So we're looking at maybe April. But you have to think about Sony and the PlayStation because one would feel like at some point, PlayStation won't have Call of Duty. Microsoft says that there will be cross-platform Call of Duty, but Microsoft could be meaning Xbox and PC. And when I say you should be okay right now, that's because there's a current contract, obviously, for Sony to be able to have Call of Duty on PlayStation. But the thing is, if and when this merger takes place... Uh, To me, I feel like the Sony contract for Call of Duty doesn't get renewed when it runs out. And that... So, you know, this is starting to look and smell like, uh, you know, a a monopoly of sorts. And uh, so I don't know how comfortable I am with it. You can go either way with this because a lot of IT people like myself don't have a lot of... um, Good things to say about Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft does some things good, but a lot of us feel like most of the things that Microsoft buys uh, eventually turn into garbage. You know, they purchased Skype, turned into gar- garbage. They purchased Hotmail. They purchased Hotmail, really, to eliminate it because they just merged it into their, their mail universe. And so now... It's basically like an option for an email domain in there. you know, you can either go hotmail.com, live.com, or outlook.com. So when you get a free account that comes with email, cloud email, you can pick it as one of those addresses. I remember when they bought Hotmail years ago. And I felt at the time, and I, I believe I was right, they just wanted to eliminate them as a competitor in the cloud email market space. And so back in uh, a different lifetime of podcasting, when I had a different show behind the mic, we used to use Skype to do interviews and phone calls and even co-hosting duties with other people. And something was changed after Microsoft purchased Skype and something changed with algorithms, and all of a sudden we couldn't use it anymore. N- nothing would function right in the studios. Using Skype had something to do with the the voice codecs and the algorithms, and uh, you know our producers couldn't get anything to function right other studio. Like people just couldn't figure it out, and it was like, well, we just have to go a different route, and we did. Again, uh, that for me, I call I would call that I would say that's a real world example of. Um, of crap, <laughs> you know, of them taking something and for whatever reason, they touch it and they break it. And now there's still a free Skype for, um, you know, like the consumers who want it. And then, you know, if you communicate only with other Skype people, it works pretty good. But basically the Skype for business, they turn that into uh, their teams platform. And so it just kind of got fizzled into another Microsoft product again did they just want Skype out of the way so Skype was not a business and communication tool because I feel like you have bigger problems than that with Google for one Google has a huge um, you know uh, system uh, the Google meet platform so um, and that doesn't cost You know, there's so many limitations with a free teams that you're almost when you look at it side by side, you go Google for the for the meat versus the free teams. But anyway, so on the other side of this, you actually have a lot of there's a lot of people who are speaking out that work for Activision programmers that are optimistic about this sale going through. And because one of the positive things that you can say about Microsoft is Microsoft does take very good care of their programming teams, okay? So I guess with all the stuff we've seen in the last year or so in the news about Activision and the way their culture and the company has gone down, the way they treat people, women in particular, so I think there's some optimism that the programming teams and maybe the employees will be treated better uh, working under Microsoft And the other thing, too, to look at as a positive is there is one thing that Microsoft did get their hands on that has actually... I've never played it, but is a huge game and has become even larger since Microsoft got their hands on it. Halo. (coughs) Excuse the coffin. Halo has become huge. And so... I am a Call of Duty fan. I play Call of Duty. So one based on that, one of the things that we can look forward to, I think, is perhaps better cross-play, uh, maybe some of the other issues, that, the other bugs and issues getting worked out because uh, Microsoft will probably empower the uh, programmers to do better and have whatever they need to fix that, create it to be larger. And the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is Finally, potentially an anti-cheat that actually works. Something that they've never been able to get right or at all really with Activision because even the anti-cheat that they came out with a few months ago before it came out got cracked before hitting the market (coughs) by hackers. So what good did that do you? Nothing. So there could be good and bad to this, you know, could be good and bad but one of the things that Microsoft is looking at is they really want to get into um, virtual reality gaming and uh, there's something about Activision Blizzard and I think because they've already started going into that market and they will be able to grab that opportunity, swallow it up into theirs and give them better competition against Facebook Meta which apparently, I didn't even I didn't even know this because when I think of gaming I don't think of Facebook at all, but, uh, they're focusing on a lot of dollars and a lot of energy in that direction. So that is, that's what's going on. Now, another thing I've heard in the scuttlebutt around the internet about this is back to Sony now for a minute. <laughs> if Sony loses their contract for Call of Duty when it expires. Gamers and game and programmers go What will Sony do? What? Because that could potentially hurt Sony, but a lot of people think that Sony can take that opportunity to go back and focus all their energy on SOCOM, which is a Navy SEALs game. It's a first person shooter. Um, used to be a fairly decent game, and I think it's just when Call of Duty started coming out what like every year we were getting a new Call of Duty, which is ridiculous, but that's uh, that's a different story. But SOCOM started falling by the wayside. And this could be an opportunity for Sony to possibly do something with SOCOM. And give them some something to fight back against Microsoft and Xbox with the PlayStation, because right now Sony is in that top three or four top gaming companies, and this they'll they'll probably hold that position. If that contract runs out for Call of Duty, I think they're going to drop far below. And if they want to i i just feel like i agree with what i'm hearing around the internet if they want to stay relevant they got to do something and socom may be the direction to go grab that game pump it up get back bring it back up on top so you can get up on top um or stay up there in the top in competition with microsoft with meta with nintendo um you know because some of this just kind of looks like that monopoly thing that a lot of people have problems with. When one company just starts swallowing up others and makes a monopoly and then uh, that's also mean that that this could also mean that the game price is going to spike. I mean, you know, listen, Call of Duty is expensive as it is. Almost anything you get for the Xbox or the PC is expensive. And so, where does that leave us? And if Microsoft makes Improvements that we've been wanting for Call of Duty, including an anti-cheat. What's that going to cost us? How much back to the consumer is that going to cost us? Interesting question. So, if you, so if you look at it this way, the acquisition, if it goes through, will push Microsoft past Nintendo, and Microsoft will become the third largest video game company by revenue just globally, and that's right behind Sony and tencent which is the chinese tech giant so um this deal is the aggressiveness that microsoft needs to plan itself up there (coughs) so we have to uh we have to wait and see how that all plays out but um it could have a huge impact on the gaming community as far as a couple of the big games that activision blizzard Handles, biggest being Call of Duty. And there's a Call of Duty due out again soon. And I didn't even get the last one, Vanguard. There's no way I was spending money for another game where it didn't have an anti-cheat. You know, I play other games where as you're going into the game, and I don't understand why Activision wouldn't do this. As you're going into the game, you when you're logging into the game, you're passing through and, uh, you know, in through an anti-cheat, it's part of the logging onto the game process. <coughs> Why this seems like a to me, it seems like a no-brainer, but I, maybe I don't know. And when it came to Vanguard coming out so soon after Cold War, there was no way they were getting, and they were going back to World War II. I didn't care as much as I like World War, World War II first-person shooters. I did not care about this one having that. No way. So, um, I did not buy into it and I'm happy that I didn't. So if this goes through and Microsoft figures that out, okay, maybe I look into the next one, but I have no idea. And if they do figure out the anti-cheat thing, I hope they go back and put it on the previous two or three, which a lot of us are still playing. But anyway, so I digress. So that's the big news in gaming tech this week. And I just wanted to share my thoughts here. Uh, Anyway, that brings us to the end of the program. I want to thank everybody for listening to us. And uh, I want to remind you that uh, you can stop by www.jmtalk.net, download the show, subscribe to it. We're available on all the podcasting places out there. Uh, Visit us on social media on, um, what is it? It's TikTok and Facebook at jmtalk.net. Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. I got to get back into this rhythm for 1922. For, 19, for 2022, <laughs> send us an email if you want. Radio at gmail.com. So uh, be good to one another. Stay healthy, and we will catch you next time. Bye bye, everybody.